Hey everyone, welcome back to Functional Spirituality. So as promised today, I want to speak a little bit more about what I mean with this new paradigm. And for the past few weeks, I've been discussing about my health journey and my experience of being sick and my experience of receiving different forms of support and contact, um, what has been helpful, and I guess my sensitivity and awareness to things that are not helpful for me personally. And, you know, being a little bit of a consciousness scientist, I've been able to kind of, or been interested in analyzing and, yeah, just being really interested in in the effects that certain types of interactions have had on my system and have been really sensitive to it because that's my area of interest, but also because of the type of sickness that I've had, which is a big part of it is that my nervous system has gone into an extreme state of shock. So it's really sensitive. Um, and that was from a physical experience of having a very, very, very high toxic overload, something called endotoxemia, where um, the body is doing a lot of things to um, dump toxins into the bloodstream. And then, yeah, the body had a kind of nervous reaction to the extremeness of that. So having a really sensitive nervous system and then also being sensitive and interested in this has made for a very interesting process. And I think that a lot of my reflections have been interesting for you as well. And I don't have anything planned today in particular, but I wanted to speak about this new paradigm that we need to move into as people who are interested in healing ourselves, we're interested in healing our communities, and we're interested in healing the planet. We are sensitive and aware that Things feel toxic and out of balance internally and externally. And we are passionate about evolution and healing and harmony. And what I am so excited to share and what, you know, in this episode and in all of my work is about the shift from an old paradigm to a new paradigm. And if you've been in any retreats with me or any courses, you'll you'll be very familiar with this table that I always put up about the yin and the yang. And what, I mean, we don't have any visuals here about this table, but what is really important to know is that there is a kind of fundamental polarity, a duality. And I've always loved the Chinese medicine Taoist representation of yin and yang and have adapted it, and many people have adapted it to help to depict this kind of polarity that actually is representing our very own nervous system. And this is the kind of two modes of our autonomic nervous system, the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Because that that kind of duality, it's there's such a sharp opposition physically that we have in our systems and in our experience and in our biology. 
there are um, ripples out from that or different ways that those are reflected and represented in our lifestyle and in the way that we think and in the way that we organize ourselves in community and in our individual experience that reflect that polarity. So I like to use the words yin and yang. And again, it's a contemporary adaptation of this, you know, ancient wisdom tradition of, you know, what they refer to as the yin and yang. But it's also for me, it's about this internal experience of either nurturing and being in rest or being creative, productive, and being in activity. It's the difference between emphasizing intuition and flow and emphasizing structure. It's the difference between when we connect more to our emotional experience, nonverbal, and our logical experience and linguistic. It's the difference between when we're more process-orientated and interested in the moment and how we feel now and being results-orientated and that goal in the future. And, you know, as I say in retreat, like both, both of these qualities are incredibly important, incredibly valid. It's about when do we adopt them and when are they most relevant for us and we live in a paradigm so we live in a system we live in conditioning and we we swim in water that is leaning towards the yang so we live in a patriarchal society where the emphasis is towards a sympathetic nervous system response. There is an emphasis on productivity, creation, activity, fear, survival. And, you know, I have all my theories about this, how society itself, this paradigm that we live in called society, it's been set up as a survival mechanism. Society is a survival mechanism. It's an adaptation that human beings have undergone in order to optimize our survival and the way that it's continued to develop based on its original intention of survival has, you know, continued and exacerbated and the intention is not wellness. The intention is survival. And now we are in a time where we need to swing back the other way. Now we need to develop the other components. We need to be process oriented. We need to cultivate the skills and the capacity and the systems and the conditions and the paradigm of rest and nurturing and presence and slowing down. And the very imbalance of leaning heavily into the yang, um, survival, sympathetic, energy, mode of being, that imbalance is at the very heart of so many of the illnesses that we experience on a biological, emotional, community, you know, physical, global level, 
the illnesses that we experience, the toxicity, the ones that we're aware of, the ones we're not aware of, the ones we're really sensitive to, the ones that are affecting us directly, the ones that are affecting us very slowly, all of the different illnesses are coming from an imbalance that we are living in this old paradigm and the old paradigm is one-sided and it's survival focused. And this paradigm, it's a pattern or a model. So we live in a pattern. We live in a model and we live in a system that is based in this sympathetic survival response and that emphasizes and prioritizes our left brain, our mind, our thinking, results, competition, individualism, structure, getting ahead. And, you know, now we're in this very complex and elaborate society built upon this model and built upon this pattern. And it's you know, really widespread. It can feel very overwhelming. It can feel very ingrained, very futile. How, because of how complex our organizational structures are, and they're all grounded in this. For us who are looking for balance and looking for healing, all we see is the effects of this old model. It can it can be really overwhelming. But because it's a paradigm, because it's the model, it's the water we swim in. Also, our healing modalities, our healing systems, our spirituality, our religions, our communities, our alternative communities, and all of the places that we seek refuge are also in the old paradigm. And this is the cornerstone of functional spirituality is that spirituality itself needs to be completely broken down and completely reassembled on a new paradigm that is balanced. But when we're speaking about healing, in particular, healing itself is actually a parasympathetic mode. So, yes, we always need to borrow from the other one. We always need to borrow from structure, from logic, from linear, from productivity when we're looking at healing. But ultimately, healing is a yin condition. It's a yin mode of being. When we're looking at business and survival, it's ultimately, you know, essentially or predominantly a yang mode. So some things are actually, you know, inherently more one way than the other. That's why we have this yin and yang. So healing is a yin and parasympathetic mode. And this is where it's so tricky and so dysfunctional is that in the places where we most need yin, it's also lacking. The places where we need more yang, like survival, are thriving right now. We are surviving. The planet is surviving. It's not doing well, though. There's not a state of wellness. 
So for survival, survival mode is great. For healing, survival mode is not great. Fear in survival mode is not great for healing. So the old paradigm of healing and connection and supporting people who are sick, whether you're a helping professional or you're a community member or a family member or the sick person themselves, the old paradigm for healing is reductionistic. So that means that it's reducing everything to a linear analytical structure. Everything is being labeled, objectified, and pathologized. And what we need is a new paradigm, and it's an entirely new model that is based on heartfulness, connection, compassionate curiosity, and never needing to fix anything. So the old paradigm is where the focus is on how can this be fixed? And the new paradigm, if we are to really take healing in its essential form, it's about supporting. And then, you know, the because we're so ingrained in the old paradigm, we're like, oh, well, we're supporting so that we can fix. But actually, the new paradigm is we're supporting so that we can connect. We're supporting so we can open our own hearts and be more connected. It does not matter if this person dies. It does not matter my priority is not this person being fixed and their suffering being alleviated. So it's, an, it's a whole new paradigm of being with people instead of doing to people. And I, you know, I, this paradigm and the shift um, and the awareness around it and the nuance of it is my like life's work and I've mentioned before where we have an entire three-month, probably one of my biggest and favorite courses, the therapeutic embodiment training. It's all about this. And it's a very simple course that is very in-depth because it's just about how can we actually rewire our brains to honor and want to deeply understand so much that we actually would rather be with someone than want to do something to them to fix them. To not just have that be a psychological understanding like, yeah, okay, or philosophical, yeah, that sounds better, that's the new paradigm, I should want that, but for that to be the actual mode and pattern inside you, that what I want to do is I don't want to be perfect. I don't want to have the best solutions. I don't want to be the best helper. I want to be caring. I want to be connected. And why do we want all that? When we unpack how healing works and how the sympathetic nervous system and how the parasympathetic nervous system works, when we see that our best chance at healing is the new paradigm, is a healing paradigm, a truly healing paradigm. And when we understand that, so there's a psychoeducation, we understand how that actually works, then we don't have to try to rearrange our behavior. Our behavior will naturally reorganize 
to what we think is valuable and what we think is important and what makes sense to us and our behavior will reorganize to our highest understanding of something. So our most refined and coherent beliefs about something, our behaviors will reorganize to that. So learning about how the new paradigm works and learning doesn't just mean looking at these different tables that I have. Learning means having a deep experience for yourself of the transformative power of rest, of the healing and embodiment, the therapeutic embodiment of being connected to your own existence, your heart, your presence the layers of your individual experience, like having those experiences is also how we learn about the new paradigm. So the more we learn about it, the more our existence kind of reorganizes around it. And then, you know, that's learning in a formal setting. And then we go out into the world and we see evidence of how conditioned the old paradigm is. We see evidence of the patriarchal society not in this kind of man-hating and activist kind of way which is about you know directing our aggression at the system because that doesn't help anything but we start to gather evidence okay i see how that works i i see evidence of how that how when i tried to fix that person it did not feel connecting and it didn't produce the result. Results are important. That analysis and that yang is so important to have and to leverage. We see, okay, that didn't give me what I need. It did not make me feel more connected. And I feel empty now. You know, and we get more and more awareness to what's not working. And this is like, this is school, you know, this is the school of life where we really learn things that are so meaningful for us and are so helpful for us. And by helpful, I mean, we get to use these skills to make our life so much more optimized and to actually heal ourselves and to be the people we so desperately seek to be but are, are looking for the tools and we're looking for the maps, continuously seeking maps and tools and people and teachers to help us get to be the best person we want to be. This polarity is really at the heart of it. It's always been at the heart of it for me. This is when my spiritual practice and my retreats and my teaching all really transformed. For many things, my teachings have completely adapted and this has been the cornerstone of my silent retreats for over seven years. This is the cornerstone of my teaching and it just kind of keeps deepening. So this is something very, very deep and very self-evident in our spiritual practice. And, you know, obviously all the functional spirituality is, is built upon it, ready to throw it away as soon as I think there's something more coherent and better way of understanding. But at the moment, understanding this polarity you know, which is a representation of our essential biological function that we're trying to biohack and leverage and we're trying to hack into deep contentment, rest and healing for both deconditioning and awakening purposes. This is an important topic.
So thanks for tuning in today. You know, it's been a while since I've said this, but especially in a topic like this, there are some strong philosophical concepts that have been developed over a lot of time and a lot of contemplation and, you know, and are quite refined. I really invite you to re-listen over the podcast, take it a few times, slow down the speed, and um, I'll pop a post up in our Facebook group because I would love to hear your thoughts about the topic this week. I think it's really important. I'm looking forward to connecting with you over it. I'll give another update about me today. I'm feeling pretty good. It's been a couple of more rough days. I think also the excitement of heading into Silent Retreat tomorrow, knowing I get to go down in the forest and, and be um, in community for four days is so nourishing. I couldn't believe how amazing it was last time. My system was so sensitive to it. As soon as I arrived in Denmark after nearly spewing the whole way down, I was just, yeah, in heaven. So I'm feeling really good. Um, still right at the beginning of this kind of healing journey in terms of what's happened physically to my system, um, but feeling really optimistic and feeling a bit better, which I know everyone wants to hear. <laughs> yeah, so I will check in with you when I get back from retreat. Looking forward to hear how you received this episode and any other thoughts and questions you might have about it. Lots of love to you and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Functional Spirituality Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe by pressing the plus button on iTunes or the following button on Spotify. This is going to ensure that this resource is available and top of mind when you most need it. So please subscribe now.